0: Hey there, you're listening to Sukoon, a podcast that enables you to grow a peaceful heart and helps you discover your inner peace. Well, without wasting any more time, let's begin the journey of peace, growth and love. As Carl Jung once said, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. And in order to be yourself, you have to know yourself. When someone asks you who you are, your answer is likely to be your name. But is that all you are? Just a word. It is said that there is something true about each one of us that defines us as an individual. It is our essence that makes us unique from each other. Do you know what it is? What is your true nature? Do you know who you really are? Hey, I am Isha and if these questions ever worried you, worry not. We have an expert right here with us who will help you in the process of discovering the answers to these questions. We now extend a warm welcome to Chanki Ma. Who's always been a guiding light for us and is a treasure of knowledge and wisdom? Janki Ma'am is a healer and a happiness coach based in Mumbai. She's a TEDx speaker and was recently awarded as a Global Happiness Leader at the World Happiness Congress 2020. Welcome, Ma'am.
1: Hi, Isha. Thank you for having me here. Always such a joy to be with you guys. Thank you so much, ma'am. So, I would
0: like to begin by asking you, what do you think who we truly are? Like, what is our essence, according to you?
1: Well, Isha, first of all, I must say, you guys come up with the most difficult questions for a bunch of 18, 19-year-olds. And uh, I'm I'm actually really happy to have this conversation. And, uh, you know, as I say discussing this these things with you guys also brings me it lights me up it brings me a lot of joy so honestly what i think our true essence is nothing but pure consciousness right it's just an awareness and a space where we're aware of everything right aware of our body aware of the people around us aware of our surroundings the things everything so we are in our true essence and I hope to realize that someday. I mean I know it intellectually but um, I don't think even I've reached there where I can really say I have realized my true essence. You know in actual experientially but yes uh, I think our true essence is just pure consciousness.
0: That's amazing. Thank you ma'am. So now I would like to ask you why does loving ourselves become so t-
1: difficult at times wow (laughs) um well loving ourselves becomes really difficult because honestly speaking very 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 few of us have actually seen somebody who truly truly loves themselves because when we're growing up and we're looking at our parents most of them also are dealing with parts of them that they have rejected that they are not allowed to be You know, we've been given a definition of who we are. So, you know, let's say you are a girl or a boy, you are a, you know, based on your religion, your caste, your nationality, your height, your color, your skills, the things you do. We've been, you know, given so many identities and also along the journey of growing up we've had certain traits which were accepted certain traits which were not accepted now the traits that were not accepted are instantly like we make a mental note that oh if i get angry that's not accepted so i must learn to shut down my anger you know if i'm jealous that's not accepted so i can't show anybody i'm jealous so slowly slowly we start um distancing and rejecting those parts of us which other people feel are not acceptable right so we stop showing them and that's how we create fragments inside of us and uh, you know a normal person who has very less issues might have 10 or 20 fragments but uh, a person with a lot of you know issues will have almost up to 100 or 200 fragments so it's really really um, sad but that's the way we've been brought up uh, we've never been taught to accept everything for what we are so um for example while growing up uh, if you had you know if you were jealous of a friend your mother would generally try and tell you no no it's not a nice thing to do so what if she has so much you have this you should be happy in it you are instantly taught right and wrong and morals and nobody lets you feel what you're feeling so obviously then you start shutting down rejecting fragmenting and those fragments then you know there are so many people now there are like imagine a hundred people inside of you and uh, you're wondering like i don't like you i don't like you i don't like you obviously you can't love yourself if there are so many uh, fragments so the key to loving yourself truly is first accepting all those parts you know that's also something we do in shadow work right because you're looking at that part so i'll just give you an example like Let's say there is a person inside of me, a janki that is really angry. As a child, you know, I really wanted to go and beat up somebody and my parents who were both very calm and peaceful and they said, oh my God, you know, this is what kind of a person are you? Like, are you even part of our family? Where did you come from? And uh, instantly I learned to, you know, oh my God, okay, if I'm being angry, I'm not even part of this family. I don't belong here. So my very identity, my very sense of belonging to family, which is... Is the most important thing while well, growing up is threatened and from there I learned to shut down that anger but every once in a while it comes up or it threatens to come up and it makes me very uncomfortable and I try harder to you know push it under the carpet or lock it inside a closet but if I really want to integrate with this angry person uh, one of the very beautiful books that I read was um, The Dark Side of the Light Chasers by Debbie Ford and uh, therein she gives this beautiful exercise which I've done you know with myself and it was brilliant so and of course I've done it with a lot of clients and it's worked like a charm so what we would do is imagine yourself sitting in a bus with angry janki so you know it's me and angry janki and you kind of give it a name so for example I would call it uh, call her um, angry Anna okay angry Anna I would not call her Janki because this is me and now I'm trying to create a separate identity for this angry me and I would be sitting next to angry Anna and then you know imagine that you're looking at her what is she wearing how does her face look what kind of makeup what kind of jewelry is she wearing perfume just kind of create a whole personality and then get off the bus sit together on a bench and really try to make friends which is to understand where are you coming from why do you get so angry what is the purpose what is the gift in you getting so angry with me or you getting so angry in general and then when you realize what this gift is that that person is just trying to protect you. The person is saying, I'm not going to let people take you for granted. I'm not going to let you take all that shit from, you know, people who don't deserve to be around you. So I like to protect you. And that's how I do it. I get angry. And when you realize like, oh, that's the gift of angry Anna. And then it's easier for you to just have compassion and integrate with them. Because now you realize that every fragment of you. Is actually only either a coping mechanism or it's trying to protect you or it's trying to help you or it doesn't know how to cope and instead of then rejecting it you're able to see it for what it is and actually integrate and accept it so that's just you know one of the ways that uh, you look at yourself and you learn to start accepting yourself
0: Absolutely, ma'am. That's so great. And even I feel that it all comes down at the end of the day to us accepting our flaws the way we are and it just makes everything so easy. So having said that, I also feel that overthinking at times acts as a big hurdle in the journey of knowing ourselves. So I would like to ask you, how do we stop ourselves from overthinking in the process of knowing
1: our true essence? Wow. So Isha, when you're talking about wanting to know your true essence, thinking never helps. Never. Because thinking is a function of the mind. The nature of the mind, the true essence of the mind is, you know, to be a restless, like a monkey, jumping all over the place. Also, the nature of the mind is to want to protect you, right? So it will categorically shut out those parts, which it feels are not nice for me to show. So it will shut those down. So using your mind to know your true essence is never a good idea. If you truly want to know use your body it as i always say it all begins in the body and what i mean to say this is check the energy of how you are being around different things so if you truly want to know your true essence and remember i said essence is nothing our true essence is nothing but consciousness right pure consciousness and pure consciousness is nothing but absolute ease okay effortlessness in being so it means that if when i say follow the energy in your body right which means that every time you're around something and you have different options to choose from ask what is most ease for me which is the lightest what, who am I being when I'm being you know this heavy energy and which of these options is my true essence which is always the lightest and most ease so use your body to always give you guidance and feedback and you will have complete clarity because if it's light it's right for you if it's heavy it's a lie for you right the same thing preparing let's say preparing for a speech is you know how would you go about it you would go about you know probably writing a you know nice taking quotes from somewhere having a script you know practicing it a few times that is light for you whereas if I had to do that I would start sweating right here and you know psyching myself out so that's heavy for me so that's not my truth so now I know okay this is for me this is not for me and the more you keep choosing effortless and easy things um, the more consciousness you will have and the more you will be functioning from being you the more you will be functioning from your essence and your natural instincts your natural you know the way you were designed to be so always get into your body see is this light is this heavy you know And just allow yourself to feel it here physically. That's why we've chosen a body for this lifetime, right? Otherwise, we were happy being spirits in another realm. But the joy of having a body, the joy of having a body is that this is your guiding mechanism. You can have complete clarity if you just keep tapping into your body's wisdom and saying, hey, is this light? Is this for me? And remember this always. When you're looking at your true essence always choose the path of least resistance because that is you right if if that's you like it's tell me is it effortless or not effortless for the sun to shine is it effortless or not effortless for the water to flow right for a flower to bloom right so when you are being you it's the most effortless thing And that's why I always say, if it's not effortless, it's not worth it. Right? Now, I just want to put a disclaimer here. When I say effortless, I'm not talking about not putting in effort. Put in effort, but when you are aligned, you know, mind, body, soul, when you are aligned to that activity, however hard it may feel, it will feel effortless for you inside, you know imagine if you look at the sun shining at i don't know how many thousand degrees day in and day out that is really tough right i mean how does one create so much heat and keep burning and getting so much energy and sustaining it for a million millions of years but it's effortless for the sun because that's who the sun is that's just one big ball of fire right so it's effortless likewise when you do what is effortless for you it'll be fun it'll be joy it'll be ease and you will always be successful the only time you will not be successful is when you're trying really hard to be someone else so imagine i tell the sun, i'm sorry i don't like you you're too hot you know bombay is really hot very bad weather i'm like sticky and sweaty please can you cool down a few notches i don't like the way you are But as human beings, we do that, right? Somebody comes and says, Oh my God, you're too loud. Oh my God, you're, you know, you're too uh, timid. You're too this, you're too that. And instantly we shut down. And then why do we find life so difficult? Because now I want to be this bright, shiny sun, but I'm trying to act like one little candle that will only give so much light, enough for somebody to look around in the dark and enough for there to not be complete darkness. Right? So... If you're being yourself, there will always be ease and joy and glory and success and a lot of fun. Exactly, ma'am.
0: So, when you were talking, something similar just popped up in my mind that I would like to share. So, there was this book that I was reading and it had this chapter on uh, purpose. And the author talked about purpose in a very beautiful way. So, he, he said that purpose is something that has these three things. First thing is, a purpose is something that we love doing. We enjoy, we have fun doing that. Second, something that we are actually made for doing. It, it might be any activity, it might be any hobby, something that makes us unique. So, and the third thing was a particular thing with which we can serve others. We can give back to the nature. So, it was something really beautiful that
1: absolutely stayed with me. So, yeah, about that. I would like to add here that, you know, a lot of people have this question, right? What is my purpose? What am I passionate about? You know, what am I supposed to do here? And again, people think that doing something, it has to be big, it has to be grand, it has to be concrete, it has to, you know, make an impact. But I always again, you know, say, go with the energy inside you, anything that lights you up is your purpose and that's your thing to do if it lights you up to sing sing as much as possible sing right now i'm not saying only sing right i'm not saying leave everything and only sing yes if you can afford to do that great but if not at least allow yourself to indulge in all those activities which light you up And the more you allow yourself to indulge in those activities and be around those people and, you know, listen to get fed by those inputs that are lighting you up, there is no way you can't, you know, not know and follow your passion. You will naturally land up doing more of that. So keep choosing, you know, let's say you're studying a particular course, but your heart is really in something else. You know, if you can afford to, you know, not study at all or not give those exams or not do that job and just 100% commit to this, great. You know, that would be an ideal scenario. But some of us don't have that op- option. So in that case, continue to do what you do, but give yourself ample, you know, little an hour here or there every week to indulge in what truly lights you up you know get a small job at a you know cafe where you can sing in the evenings or uh, you know make videos for YouTube like whatever that may be but indulge and slowly slowly start increasing the percentage of that so you can kind of have both till maybe at some point there will be a moment where you can shift completely but do more of what lights you up it's always again in the body you will feel that spark you will feel that energy you will feel that expansiveness when you are lit up and that should be your guiding force not your mind because the mind is as I said it's a monkey mind it'll it'll show you 10,000 options it'll show you 10,000 limitations and reasons and you know lots of logical things why you can't be indulging nobody will pay you you can't make a career out of this blah 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 it doesn't matter Just go with your body if this feels light I'm gonna do it in every way I can until i find a better way to do it so yes
0: that's so true ma'am so i feel that we all struggle a lot to please others in our journey towards finding our true essence so i want to ask you that do we actually lose our essence when we try to please others
1: hmm. um trying to please people is natural okay it's since the time we were born we realized that i mean if you look at it right human beings are one of the only creatures which are born so helpless anywhere else in the animal kingdom once they are born within half an hour to one hour or two hours the little one is on their feet up and about right it is human beings that literally have to be fed for a whole year which is like insane right And then we realize, we realize and we're very smart, right? As children, we realize, oh, now everything, because I have to be fed. I can't walk. I can't eat. I can't bring my food. I can't protect myself. I'm dependent on all these people around me. So by nature, we want to please them. We want to keep them happy. So they will keep taking care of us. It's just common sense, right? So we've, as a a species, we're always so dependent. So we've grown up. Wanting somebody because they have to take care of me I better be nice to them you know otherwise they'll just throw me out of the window (laughs) so so we've learned that that is a survival thing making the people around us happy so that they will take care of me and I will take care of them it's kind of a give and take eventually but in the beginning our life depends on making sure our parents are happy with us right so it's not a wrong thing but yes uh, unfortunately a lot of times parents are not so conscious and aware so they start projecting their insecurities their uh, baggage onto children or they reject children for being who they are or you know the way children are brought up it's just a little messed up I mean we're all victims of victims that's the way uh, Louise Hay says it right you're all victims of victims so it's fine but Once you start realizing that, okay, you know, now I'm old enough to take care of myself, what are those parts of me which I have rejected? And what are those, uh, you know, traits which I have accepted only to survive and cope? Once you start identifying which are those things where I'm just trying to survive and cope, start accepting it. Give gratitude because, hey, that's the best you could do in that moment back then, right? The child that learns to, you know, shut out the reality and lives in a pretend world is only trying to cope. A child who is constantly trying to please the mother to get approval and to, you know, get one hug is only trying to cope. Okay. So instead of rejecting and feeling bad, if you can just first have compassion, accept that identity of yours, accept that fragment of yours as well. Give gratitude to it and then ask what can we do now about this how can we make this better if i was truly giving myself permission to be me how would i like to show up in this area of my life it could be with friends it could be with family it could be at work wherever you are so asking a lot of questions and of course as i said gratitude and compassion come first because a remember that's the best you could have done b because you did that you are here today right in whatever way that helped you cope and reach to hear this point now ask consciously how would i like to be if i didn't have to please anyone and by the way it requires a lot of courage to really say that okay you know i'm not going to try to please my family i know they want me to do x i'm going to do y because now your whole you know system is threatened you might be disowned. They will not approve of you. They will, you know, tell you categorically that you have let us down. You're a disappointment. So all these things do come up and have compassion for that journey because it requires a lot of courage. And if you can, if you have people who who are around, who know that, you know, this is the the shift you're trying to bring about. If you have that support system in place, great. If you don't you will have to make the extra effort to be that for you right and uh, therein I would like to say here that team Sukoon does a fabulous job in creating that support system for everyone who's trying to be themselves so you guys hats off to y'all and uh, everybody who's associated with team Sukoon especially me uh, I know and I say it on behalf of everyone we are extremely grateful that you exist just for being you Thank you, ma'am.
0: That's wonderful. So, the next question that I want to ask you is... Is it wrong if we distance ourselves from others in the quest to finding our true essence? Is it selfish? Why or why not?
1: Um, I think distancing yourself from certain people will happen when you start out on a you know quest to discover who you truly are people will a either you will start distancing them or they will start falling away naturally right because the more you start tapping into your true being you know your true essence the people who are not aligned and can't keep up with your vibration will naturally you know how we say we're not the same wavelength right so those people will naturally fall apart or fall away away from your journey and at some points you will have to make a conscious choice that yes this person has probably been really close to me maybe this is a important family member or my childhood friend but at this point in my journey i don't think they are a contribution to me so understanding that and letting them go with love again you know on the path of consciousness uh, sometimes when you start you know reading a lot of things and making all these journeys inwards sometimes you tend to look at other people and say oh you know you're so unenlightened or you're so you no know, uninitiated or lost or whatever you might judge them to be and I'm guilty of having done that too initially when I started realizing things I would look at people and go like are you serious how can you be so silly why would you still choose this suffering look at me I'm so smart you know I I choose to let this go not realizing you know you know that was so immature of me but sometimes you will you will we all have those journeys and um, the important part is to let people take their time you know and uh, one of the most beautiful things that uh, i recently heard from one of my mentors and it's it's just created such a huge impact on me and i want to share this with you right there is nowhere to go and there is nothing to achieve there is nowhere to reach and there is nothing to achieve so the whole pressure of time is running out you know i have to compete with somebody or they're ahead of me and i'm behind of them or you know i'm 38 and i only just discovered my life purpose whereas you know here there's a bunch of 18 year olds who's doing this work that i'm doing and you know if you if you actually start thinking you will just unnecessarily put pressure on you it doesn't matter where you are you know take all the time in the world you need be kind be loving and uh, yesterday my son and i were watching this amazing movie i think it's called the wonder um, and augie pullman says uh, you know one of his teachers says that if you have a choice between being right and being kind always be kind so on the journey to um, you know finding your true essence i would say be kind first to yourself And automatically when you're kind to yourself, you will be kind to the world around you because there will be no reason for you to judge anyone once you start having peace within yourself. Yes, ma'am, absolutely.
0: Even I believe that being kind, being grateful to everyone is so, so important. So, yeah, and the next question that I have for you is, how does self-doubt and low esteem get in the way of connecting with ourselves? And how can we overcome
1: them? Um. So, self-doubt is, uh, it's again one of the childhood um, you know conditionings because when when you have an awareness right it's like for example a very small example if I am sitting for lunch with my two boys right and in my mind I as a very intelligent and caring mother have decided that my boy should eat four rotis right my boy has to eat four rotis now he on that day he's not hungry and he says no I only want to eat two and I say I'm sorry you don't know I know better. You have to eat four chapatis. Right? And the boy is like, Yeah, but I feel full and I don't want to. And I say, No, I'm sorry. That's not how it's going to work. You don't know anything. This is, You're a growing child. This is important for you. You better eat four. Period. Right? Now, in that moment, the child had an awareness that today, you know, I only need two chapatis. And I have completely disregarded him and his body's awareness and said, I'm sorry, you don't know anything. I know better. I'm older. I'm smarter. I'm your mother. So all these things then make the child feel, yeah, I guess I don't know better. I should probably just listen to them. And uh, that's maybe when I'm a father, I will know. But definitely right now, I can't know. As a child, I can't have any you know awareness intelligence they know better and that's how you start distrusting yourself because you knew but you were told that your knowing is wrong so when you start distrusting yourself when you start uh, doubting yourself that's where the self-doubt creeps in that's where you know when you're constantly being made wrong for who you are and your awareness it's like you know another one my child you know somebody comes home and my child doesn't want to hug that person and I say no I'm sorry you have to go and hug that person it's rude you have to do it and the child is like but I don't like it and I'm like sorry so every time you disregard your inner knowing and what's light for you or for the child every time that you are repro you're programming them to distrust okay but if i'm feeling like this and if it's not allowed to feel like this means i'm wrong and you know then they start doubting themselves so then low self-esteem doubt and of course there are a whole lot of things but when you're on the journey when you're on a journey to get to know yourself again you have to sit with a lot of love and compassion look at all those experiences when did this begin who made me wrong You know, where did I learn to start distrusting myself? What happened to me? And when you ask those questions, you will start seeing, okay, there, 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 there. And then again, with a lot of compassion, you have to process it. Learn to look at your parents as, you know, I'm not saying parents are right or wrong. They're doing the best they can based on how they've been brought up. As I said, we're all victims of victims. But the important part is still to look at it and say, you know, okay, this is where it comes from. Okay, I'm willing to let that go. And again, if I was truly being me, what would that look like? You know, now that I've realized this is where it came from, this was the conditioning, programming. And of course, sometimes if you need, get help. Because for some people, it may be easier. For some people, it may be very, very hardwired. So at such times, you know, get professional help. In fact, I have seen and I'm I'm a huge advocate for therapy because I have taken a lot of therapy myself right there are times where uh, initially when I started my courses uh, into you know alternate healing modalities theta healing access consciousness I didn't know that I needed help right so I was just like oh this is a new career I want to take on and you know I'm all sorted and you know when they would tell me in class what do you want to work on because as students we had to work on each other I would just be like I have no problems in life you know I have no baggage I come from a good childhood you know my parents have never beaten me up or you know I've never gone through any sort of abuse or trauma so what do I have to work on so but then the more I started doing sessions I started realizing oh my god my whole you know the way I'm living and the bubble I've created so that I don't even look at what's going on in my life it is so huge and then when i started working on it my life became so much easier it was so much more easier for me to be me and even be able to look at the parts where i was not being me otherwise because till then i didn't even know i was not being me right people would come and tell me like you know why do you run away from confrontations why are you so scared of this why can't you just stand up for yourself um you know why do you blah 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 and i would just be like what are you talking about you know i'm absolutely fine i just like keeping the peace I couldn't even see that there was a problem. And once I started, you know, taking these sessions, I realized, oh my God, this is... Brilliant because now everything that I want to change in my life, I can, you know, work on it. These are the tools, these are the ways, and then it's just easier and easier and easier. So, I would just say it's much easier when you have a person you really associate, you can really, you know, your wavelengths match, you're comfortable with them. Feel free to take therapy and, you know, get that thing sorted because it's much faster. Vis a vis, of course, you can work on it yourself, and obviously, first you should try. But uh, if you're stuck anywhere, just reach out for help and uh, it's brilliant.
0: That was so, so awesome, ma'am. And I must say, this episode has given all of us so much to take back home. And thank you so much for actually reminding us to identify those areas, those patterns in our behavior, and to look down deep, like just as you said, to actually recognize the source where they are coming from. And all of this is gonna help us to understand a lot more about us. So thank you so much, ma'am. And here we are at the end of our part one of our episode one. More questions will be answered. So it is a request to all our lovely listeners to stay tuned for part two, where we will discuss about how to remove toxicity and how to live a satisfying life and so much more. At this point, I would like to extend a note of thanks to Janki Ma'am for being with us and for sharing all the wisdom and knowledge with us. Thank you so much and to everyone, please stay tuned and take care. We know that it's a long journey but not a lonely one. Feel free to reach us out on our social media handle Sukoon2109. You can listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Stay tuned for more episodes and events.